0: From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Some 20 years ago, the Alabama Legislature designated Connecticut Ridge Alabama Fine Whiskey as the State Spirit of Alabama. The recipe was created by moonshiner Clyde May. And L.C. May, his namesake grandson, joins us to share the family story behind the legend. L.C. May, welcome to Troy Public Radio.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We are here in the Montgomery studio, and you have roots here in the River Region. Where?
1: Uh, Grew up uh, on the Pike County and Bullock County line outside of Union Springs in Troy, Alabama, and Lived there my whole life up until about five years ago when I moved to Troy, Alabama.
0: We are going to be talking in this interview and the second interview about one of the most colorful characters in Alabama history, your grandfather. Who was? Clyde May. Clyde May, the what?
1: The moonshiner. Moonshiner, the war veteran, the uh, family man, and one of the hardest working people that uh, probably the state's ever known.
0: Elsie, your grandfather had a reputation of making what may have been the finest moonshine whiskey in this state. How did he get that reputation?
1: Well, it wasn't just the moonshine. It was sort of his mindset and his creed, if you will, that anything you do in life, if you're not giving it your best effort, then it's not worth doing, or anything you make or build, it didn't matter if he was making whiskey or building birdhouses if you're not selling the very best of what you can do then in his mind he was selling that person a lie so while moonshine is often associated with something that you have to do fast and secretly and privately and not that he didn't do it secretly and privately he did the little things that made a difference to help produce a higher quality moonshine whiskey so what were those things Well, for starters, he was uh, very big on cleaning his stills after every run of whiskey, which was not something many moonshiners took the time to do, as I mentioned earlier, with the needing to be a little bit quicker and not having the time to sit down and clean all your material. That's something he was a big believer in. In addition to that, he designed his own unique type of moonshine still. He called it the 240, and the reason he called it that is it was around $240 worth of copper to build that particular type of still, And that was in the late 1950s, early 1960s. So if you can imagine, if you factor for inflation, that was a lot of money to be spending on something that a revenue agent could destroy at any moment. In addition to that, he was one of few moonshiners that would take the time to age some of his moonshine into whiskey, meaning that he would lay it in a 53-gallon charred oak barrel and let it age for a certain period of time. And then bottle it and sell it to his best customers
0: what's the difference between a moonshiner and a bootlegger
1: so oftentimes they're lumped together a lot of people will be talking about a moonshiner and refer to him as a bootlegger and you're not technically wrong but the important thing to know is that moonshiners make the whiskey or they make the moonshine bootleggers are the ones who usually haul it from point a to point b to sell it now if you are a moonshiner at some point, you're going to have to haul your product somewhere, so you're having to do a little bit of bootlegging. So I guess it's fair to say all moonshiners are bootleggers, but not all bootleggers are moonshiners.
0: Your grandfather was established as a farmer. He was based in Bullock County and, as I understand it, using chunanuga Ridge water to make that moonshine whiskey. Go into that process.
1: So Bullock County, uh, or the town of Union Springs, actually gets its name because of the natural flowing spring heads that meet there and form a union, thus the name Union Springs. And it's some of the purest and cleanest water in the whole state of Alabama. And in order to make good whiskey, you have to have good water. And that is why not only Clyde May, but there were such a high concentration of moonshiners in this Bullock County, Pike County area because of the access to such quality water. Now, at the time, I'm not saying he wouldn't have been a moonshiner if he didn't have access to that particular water. He would have still done whatever it took to make high quality whiskey. But having that excellent source of clean water was a big factor in making a great whiskey.
0: You have turned into the family historian. All of the stories you heard, is there a big story you'd like to share? Oh, wow,
1: that's a tough question. You know, I try to allow people to understand that Clyde May even though we have this brand today by no means was he ever necessarily a saint he was a you know a southern man that did what he had to do to provide for his family and maybe he didn't always do the right thing but he always tried to do right by his community and by his family in many ways uh, i've heard several stories where when times were tough they didn't have a lot of money in the checking account, but there was a neighbor that was injured or had fallen off a tractor and couldn't work, and he would miss a car payment or miss a payment in order to give what little bit he had left to help his fellow neighbor. So oftentimes we talk about his drive to provide for his family, but it was also a drive to help better his community and help his community as well.
0: What was the name of his whiskey when he made it?
1: really didn't have a name you know you can't really market yourself as like hey this is now I'm not saying that he didn't sell it to certain bootleggers who went turn around and say hey if you want some of the best this was made by Clyde May himself but he didn't go around and market his product as like hey this is Clyde May's whiskey because he had to be a little more careful doing it illegally like that but if people wanted his whiskey they knew where to go to get it.
0: One thing I ran across was that his whiskey became the state whiskey of Alabama. The legislature approved that bill, and yet Governor Bob Riley vetoed it.
1: Yes, ma'am. In 2004, the legislation passed and made Clyde May's whiskey the official state spirit of Alabama. Uh, At the time, Alabama was the first state to establish An alcoholic beverage of any kind as an official beverage. And as you mentioned, Bob Riley did veto it, but uh, the legislation felt it was important enough to override or overturn his veto to keep it the official state spirit of Alabama. And we still are today the official state spirit of Alabama.
0: Your grandfather was a World War II veteran, a decorated veteran. Tell me about his service.
1: Yes, ma'am. Uh, he was served with the U.S. Army in World War II. He fought in the Southwest Pacific Theater. He was actually led a 12-man rifle squad with the 77th Infantry, uh, also known as the Statue of Liberty Division. He was actually injured in the battle that took place just before Okinawa. He was shot in both his feet and his ankles, so he couldn't fight through his injury and had to come home. And he recovered from his injuries in a hospital in San Francisco and then was finally sent home to Alabama, and he received a Bronze Star and a Purple Heart for his service during the war.
0: L.C. May, it sounds like you're very proud to carry your grandfather's name.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Everything I do and the reason I do it is for Clyde May. Uh, It's what drives me. It's what motivates me. And uh, I just hope more than anything that what I do is making him proud.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. That was L.C. May, the grandson of legendary moonshiner Clyde May, who created the recipe for Conecuh Ridge, Alabama fine whiskey, which became the official state spirit of Alabama in 2004. Tomorrow, we'll bring you part two of LC's interview and talk about moonshiners, bootleggers, and revenue agents in the mid-20th century. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is a podcast on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.